My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. It's okay, it's okay, just take your time. One of the biggest mistakes founders and sales leaders make is rushing the hiring process. As they try to catch up to their targets and to their goal of scaling the business, they tend to forget what really matters, which is finding the right person for the job. In today's episode, Scott and Colin talk about the importance of putting a hiring process in place and taking your sweet time to find that right person. Learn more in this latest episode of Sales transformation. I don't know if I want to go down the hiring sales talent rabbit hole. It's tempting. It's tempting because probably not right now, but it's, it's, it's brutal for even people that have been doing it for a long time. Right. So for a founder, I get it for a founder that's never done it and has maybe, you know, little to almost nothing uh, as far as, you know, experience in sales in general or hiring salespeople or managing salespeople. It's very challenging. I would say the number one thing there that I'll say is you can't rush that process. Number one, you need to have a process in place. And two, you can't rush it. I think that's where a lot of people make a lot of mistakes because in like, we need to get you know, here with the business in a timeline of yesterday. And that means we need to hire people and, and they skip crucial steps in the hiring process. A hundred percent. And that also does dovetail into that sort of third phase, which is the founder everything, because you do need to, at some point, right. If you continue to be successful and you continue to grow revenue, you know, you get through founder, everything, you get 10 customers and some revenue, then you get through founder led and you get to a million or two or three. Now it's like, okay, I got to scale the team. Right. That's, that's like, there's no way to do founder led even, um, to get to the 10 or 30 or a hundred million dollar mark. Right. And so this is again, where the byproduct of doing things like hiring a little bit of sales talent, seeing what it takes, what are the metrics, what are the performance requirements, what are the individual tasks that you're doing to in your demos and in your follow-ups and in your proposals and how do we sell to our marketplace? Cause some marketplaces might be heavy relationship oriented. Others are not. I mean, you know this quite well, just the individual buyers um, are all different. I and mean, that's what you do at Humantic, right? Is help people identify those sorts of things. All of that becomes kind of the, the core of the, almost like the job description of what the person needs to do. Then based on that job description, then we can say, okay, as I'm vetting out salespeople, I need to make sure those salespeople actually have done these kinds of sales tasks, not just, oh, I've handled Fortune 500 accounts. Well, that might be great. And even if we're selling at Fortune 500s, is the work you did at your Fortune 500, the same as the work we do? Because if it's not, then it's not a match. And then the third yeah. piece, of course, is just obviously making sure you have the right culture fit. And so all of that is the, is the sort of byproduct of doing the founder-led selling because then you get much more focused and much more targeted. And this is oftentimes, though, where a founder gets in a rush. You know, even if they've been disciplined and they said, okay, I'm going to do the first 10 myself. I'm not going to bring any sales help and I'm going to resist hiring a VP of sales when I'm in the founder led phase. Cause I know I'm not quite ready for that. But once they do get to that phase, it's like, oh, I got an introduction from my investor and this, this person is really great. And I think I'm going to bring them in as my head of V, my head of sales or my VP of sales. 
Like, great. Well, how many other candidates have you interviewed? Well, just one, just this person. They seem perfect. It's like, ah, but like compared to what? Like you got to run that process. You got to figure out what's out there. And as you said, I mean, I've been a sales manager, a sales leader, head of sales, and I've, you know, can't tell you how many people that even after the best vetting and interview process, three months in, I'm putting them on a PIP. It's just like, God, like, what did I miss here? Um, yeah. It's hard. And you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and the patience. Cause if you don't, that's where those hires become even more expensive to you. Not just because of the salary and the, and the search costs, but now if you start equating every lead that comes in, you know, if you're converting, you know, let's say deals in the pipeline, if you're converting at 30% and all of a sudden you're going to hand over an active pipeline to a brand new salesperson and those deals don't convert. Now you're giving away those opportunities that you may have otherwise been able to convert on your own or every new yeah. lead that comes in. If you don't have the right SDR that's asking the right questions and making that person feel comfortable enough to take the second meeting, a blown lead, you know, there's a value to that. So now you're getting into the millions of dollars because you hired the wrong person or the wrong team. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.